It's time for Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Driven by the Hess Toy Truck, here's Lance Meadow. Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point is brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Peerless Boilers, America's best-built boilers. Bud Light, keep it crisp. NRG, the official energy provider of the New York Football Giants. Learn more at picknrg.com. River Spring Health, call 800-56-SENIOR. And brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. For special offers, visit mbusa.com slash winter event. So glad you could join us as we are recapping the Giants' 31-13 loss to the Packers here at MetLife Stadium. So the Giants' losing streak has now hit eight. The last time the Giants lost eight in a row was 2004 when Eli Manning was a rookie. They finished 6-10, and and they lost eight straight between weeks 9 through 16. Another game with missed opportunities for the Giants. They had three turnovers. Daniel Jones, three interceptions. The Packers scored 10 points off of those mishaps. Green Bay was an extremely opportunistic team coming in with 62 points off 16 takeaways. It goes without saying you have to take care of the football Specifically for this team, it means even more because the Giants obviously were able to not take advantage of field position and also wound up costing themselves in the turnover department. We await head coach Pat Shermer's press conference, and Pat Shermer's press conference will be brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. For special offers, visit mbusa.com slash winter event. In the meantime, I bring in John Schmelk, who you'll be hearing from as we get player reaction in the locker room. And... John, we keep revisiting a lot of the same storylines week in and week out. The inability for the Giants to sustain drives, finish them with touchdowns, the defense giving up explosive plays, and those two things were once again at the forefront in their latest setback here. Yeah, absolutely, Lance. And, you know, if you lose the turnover battle by this margin, you're going to lose games 90% of the time or 80% of the time if you look at the numbers over the course of the year. And then you throw in the defensive side of the ball. Even when they got the Packers into those third and longs, they cannot do what it takes to get off the field and, and stop Packer scores and stopping Packer big plays. Here's Pat Shermer heading to the podium down here in the interview room, and he will address these issues with the media right, All right. Well, it's now. unfortunate the score got away from us there <coughs> because of the, uh, the turnovers there at the end of the game. But... Um, Valentine had a concussion, and then uh, Daniel Jones has an ankle that he played through. So <coughs> with that, I'll try to take your questions. Yeah, he heard it. Yeah, he heard it, but he played through it. So <coughs> excuse me. How much of a challenge is it to call plays during weather like this? No, it was fine. I mean, we were running the ball, throwing and catching fine. I don't think that had anything to do with it. <coughs> Excuse me. Did, I'm sorry. Did Daniel's ankle affect his play at all or limit what he could do? Uh, no, there were certain things I, I chose not to do with him. Um, you know, the interception, the one interception there um, in the fourth quarter, you know, he had the guy, that's one he'll, he'll tell you he just overthrew it, you know. Did he hurt it on the, um, on the run forward or the throw I don't, back? I don't know that exactly. He just came out off of that, that one drive before the half, and it, um, we got him checked out, we got him retaped, and he was ready to go. Tough guy. He fought through it. You didn't get a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers, but what was the plan coming in, and why do you think you weren't able to pressure him on? No, obviously, um, 
we tried to pressure. There were times when we did pressure. You know, we had some full blitzes in there. We had some structured fire zones, and we had some four-man rushes. But um, you can see what happens when you don't get pressure on him. He's he's really good. Uh, what do you think of some of your young secondary guys? It seemed like Julian Love played okay, but maybe some of the other guys still. Yeah, yeah Julian did a good job. Uh, you saw Ballantyne came out of the game early um, with that concussion. Um, I'll have to check on him and see where he's at. You know, he battles. And then uh, Grant Haley went back in. Um, you saw both Beal and Baker in there. So um, they battled. You know, I'm sure when we go back and look at it, there are plenty of good plays, but then there were some that, you know, they gave up. Pat, on the, on the one play when you guys defensively, when you had uh, 12 men yeah. try to scramble, yeah. Is there anything you could have done in that situation? Maybe call a timeout to prevent Rodgers from quick snapping? Yeah, I thought, I thought we, we had an opportunity to get off the field in time, and then he quick snapped it. And by that time, you know, we're caught. Um, they did a good job. Regardless, they completed the pass for a touchdown. So, um, you know, obviously they executed that well. That's, that's 21 turnovers for Daniel this season. Any concern about his progress? Yeah, well, the turnovers today were – were the interceptions, right? And then the first one was against uh, two-man. You know, he just tried to fit it in. Um, today they weren't fumbles, right? And then the one he just overthrew. And then the last one there, he, he, he threw a nine ball to uh, uh, Slayton, you know, and I thought he was in a position to either make the, ca- make the catch. So, no, I mean, these were throws. These weren't fumbles. He's got to keep playing through it and keep learning from every scenario. And... Um, there's no better training ground than playing. And unfortunately, we're, we're dealing with some mistakes that you hope you never see again, you know? And uh, he battles through it. And if you make mistakes, you got to overcome it. And uh, that's the reality of it. But we're fortunate he's tough, he's smart, he gets it. He did make a heck of a lot of really good plays out there today um, because of, you know, who he is. And we got to just clean up the mistakes. Feel like he was a bit more decisive today throwing football. Was he decisive? A bit more today. No, he's he's always been decisive. I I felt like, um, you know, he he was good that way. You know, I, I think, you know, he had some isolated throws that they they made it, you know, they made us pay for him. Uh, do you think because the defense has not had a lot of success that on third and longs or fourth and longs or, or, or in, yeah. in a drive that they feel the confidence that they're going to get off the field or they kind of yeah. hoping? These feeling questions about confidence, and they don't, they, they're out there playing and they're playing hard with the idea that they're going to make plays. You know, um, you know, you're asking me frequently about how do they feel about that. You know, they're, they're out there playing and they're in the moment and they're trying to execute. Uh, the situation that that they're in, and there's times when we have success, and there's times when we haven't, and um, you know those are the things that got to get better. Matt, how concerned are you that the progress you say is going on behind the scenes isn't showing up in regards to wins and losses on Sundays? I'm always concerned when we don't win, right? And this is another feeling question, you know. And you know, I'll feel better when we win games. That's if you if you're wondering how I feel. I feel a lot better when we win games. And, you know, I, I do see, you know, you you get an opportunity to watch us probably 20 minutes a day and you report on it. And, 
This is a historically young team that's going out there and competing against some really good football teams. And we've got to do what we have to do to win games. And I understand that. And, but they also are developing. And at some point, we'll be good enough to win. You know that you're obviously, in the end, judged on wins and losses. So. I'm well aware of it. I'm well aware of it. And, you know, people will change what they think of us and me when we win games. That's, I'm, you know, I'm a realist when it comes to that. And I get it. And you know what? When you don't win, I expect what's written and said and what people think. I expect fans to be upset because we are too. And, um, but we go about trying to fix it. Do you feel the criticism is deserved then? When you don't win, yeah, and, and I, I try not to consume it. But when you don't win, that's, that's what you expect, regardless of where you live. Taking another one or two. That's head coach of the Giants, Pat Shermer, in the locker room at the locker room of Janoris Jenkins. Let's listen in. I don't know what y'all see. Um, we had a few, you know, buses coverage, but other than that, we've been playing pretty good. Just got to keep playing, and we just got to play complimentary football. Complimentary football. Everybody just got to play as one. Um, offense, special teams, defense, everybody got to play as one and play together and just continue to get better. You were here in 2017 when the losing kind of fractured the locker room. Any concerns that's going to happen here? Oh, no, no, no. Everybody here, grown man. Uh, we love each other. We know. We respect that's each other. That's where I see it. They fight. And we just want to play yeah. football. Some of these young Our players team. are very talented and they're learning Jones on the job here. Turnovers hurting this team right now. No. You've been a quarterback. You're trying to make plays. Um, like I said, everybody got to help everybody. Um, you just can't blame one guy, one man. He's doing the best that he can. And we just got to play it all together and play complimentary football. That's Norris Jenkins. Let's go over to our second mic in the locker room and listen in to Sterling Shepard, who's addressing the media. takeaways from this maybe the growing pains of a young team like the Giants just trying to make progress uh, no we're, we're going in every game trying to win the game we're not going in there trying to say can we compete with um, you know a potential Super Bowl team uh, we're going in there trying to win and I feel like guys did a great job fighting um, you know we just gotta they were the better team today and uh, that's the bottom line That's Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll have more from the locker room when we return after, right after this. You're listening to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck. Welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Lance Meadow with you as the Packers top the Giants 31-13 here at MetLife Stadium. Giants now fall to 2-10 on the season. They have lost eight in a row. Let's head back down to John Schmelk with Lorenzo Carter. We're listening to the locker at his locker as he addresses the media. Here's Lorenzo. Wait, he's going to throw on a shirt here, I think, because there's a camera. And then we'll have Lorenzo in just a second. So in the meantime, let me throw it back up to Lance. 
Okay, we will play the game of paddle ball here on Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point as we await word from Lorenzo Carter. So as I was mentioning, the Giants losing eight in a row for the first time since 2004, and that was the last time the Giants had a notable rookie quarterback by the name of Eli Manning, and we moved the calendar forward a good 15 years and now going through some more struggles with another rookie quarterback by the name of Daniel Jones. We heard Pat Shermer talk about the struggles that this team has had to go through. You could turn to the youth but certainly the explosive plays has been a trend on the defensive side of the ball, and Aaron Rodgers taking full advantage of that with four touchdown passes, one of which he connected with Alan Lazard for over 40 yards. Now let's try again. Lorenzo Carter speaking to the media. Now we can listen in. At this point in the season, how discouraging is it that that's the case, that there's still that? I don't think you can let it be discouraging. Um, it's disappointing, but you can't be discouraged. When you're discouraged, it's over with. Like, you can't come back from that. I don't think anybody in here is discouraged. We're just more disappointed that things aren't falling the way we expected. Um, we're going to keep putting in work, though. Um, nothing can change except the effort level getting higher. Um, but I think everybody in this locker room still believes in each other. We're still close, and we're still going to keep fighting for each other same mistakes being made or is it communication breakdowns what do you think is is you know at the core of all this uh i mean it's tough to say because it's, it's a little different there are different things that hurt us and we're trying to fix them but i don't really know i can't give you the answer the other side of the coin, what did aaron Rodgers do in particular today to uh, beat you guys yeah, just play like aaron Rodgers. um made throws down the field you just did Hall of Fame type things, I guess, just beat us. He played good. Let's go over to our second microphone, who's in front of the locker of Darius Slayton. Um, DB just kind of played it well. He, kinda, he got over the top and outside. But, um, you know, I pride myself on making those 50-50 ball plays, so... You know, at the end of the day, quarterbacks can't throw a perfect pass every single time. You know what I'm saying? I, they know the same of us. We can't make, you know, spectacular catches every single time. But, you know, it's just something I pride myself on. If he throws me 50 feet or a situation like that, I feel like I should, I should catch it or nobody should catch it. So, you know, that's all I was telling them, you know, because I know for them they got a million things going through their minds. So, um, you know, that was it. As a whole, it looks like you and Daniel Jones are really developing a good chemistry and a good rapport, getting a good sense for each other. Is that a good read? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was a good situation. I mean, they went single high, pressed me one on one. Um, you know, just gotta go up and try to find a way to make those. Are you getting sick of losing? Um, I mean, I don't think anybody likes to lose, but um, you know, just gonna keep working hard and trying to find ways to win. You guys were able to score early on in the game on that touchdown drive. Why weren't you able to have another touchdown drive the rest of the game? Uh, I mean, I think we drove the ball pretty well. Um, you know, we got back down the red zone a couple times, but, um, you know, we just had some crucial penalties here and there. Um, you know, before Cody caught the long one, I caught a long one down the sideline. That one was brought back, and we just had a few times down where we got down there. We just didn't quite execute our way into the end zone, and um, you know, we just got to find a way to keep executing all the way into the end zone. That's Darius Slayton. Now we're in, in front of the locker of Alec Ogletree. You know, this upcoming week to you know try to get a win. So you know, that's what we'll try to put our focus towards too. Um, you know, in the next few days here. 
Eight straight losses, you eliminated from the playoffs. How do you make sure the effort is there down the stretch, and how do you make sure this doesn't completely snowball? Well, I said you got to love football. Um, I mean, you can't if you don't love this game, you know, it'll it, it eat you up. But, you know, I think we got guys that love football. Just haven't found a way to, you know, finish games, win games yet. And, you know, we just got to keep pushing forward, so. I mean, Coach keeps talking about progress, that he sees you guys making progress, but it's not really showing up on Sunday. Any thoughts on why? Why the progress that he sees isn't really showing up on game days? Um, I mean, I don't know if, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Like, if we've messed up something last week and we fixed it this week, that's progress. But, I mean, obviously we haven't won the games that we, you know, think we should have won or whatever, but, you know, we just got to keep going. So, um, do you I mean, see progress? I mean, uh, coach keeps saying. All right, I see Julian Love leaving the locker room. Let me see if I can grab him real quick before he gets out of here. I'm doing the Tino. I'm running across the locker room here. I'm going to try to catch Julian Love. Hey, Julian, can I grab you for two questions real quick? Awesome. Thanks, man. Um, what was it like at that first start in the NFL for you? You know, just what was out there playing in the snow? You used to in the Notre Dame. You got bad weather there too. Yeah. So what was the whole experience like for you? Uh, you know, it felt good. Uh, I was playing in snow since high school, uh, growing up in Chicago. So it felt you know good to be out there contributing. Um, you want to have better results, but it was good to you know be out there. Why do you think this team, and I, you can use today because you weren't you know, in there for the previous games, have trouble sometimes on those third and longs, giving up those chunk plays? When you put them behind the sticks, which is what you want to do, but then Rodgers has figured out a way to convert some of those third and longs over the middle. Yeah, I think you know, everybody individually has to just execute their roles. Um, and that's what you know, we're fighting through right now is to, you know, back in those situations, playing through the entire down, entire snap. And when you have an improviser like Aaron Rodgers, you got to, you have to. It's uh, very, it's imperative that you play the whole down. And so, you know, you want to finish better. We need to finish better. And uh, we will. We just got to correct it and just go forward. Obviously, you got to look at the tape and, and get more details on it. But just stepping out of the game moment after, what are the, some of the things that you liked about what you did today? What are some of the things that you want to go back and say, all right, I need to do A, B, or C a little bit better? Yeah, I think, you know, communication, uh, alignment, assignment, uh, I did a solid job at. Um, in coverage, I was straight. I want to be better and be more aggressive in the run, um, especially when I'm playing down at strong safety. And uh, going forward, I need to just be more physical and, you know, really make a difference in that regard, not just play my gap, play my scheme, just really apply the pressure to them. One specific play I want to ask you about, Rodgers, who's been doing this his whole career, you guys aren't the first, you're not going to be the last. They caught you guys with 12 guys on the field on the Devontae Adams touchdown yeah. pass. Did you guys, were you set defensively? Were you ready to go when that snap was, was made? Uh, no, I think because <clears throat> we, you know, we got to be play for a loss in the previous play. And uh, in that situation, you know, they're, they're intelligent players on the other side as well. And they quick snapped us, mm -hmm. obviously, and so... We got to be set, be ready for that. Uh, we did end up getting a coverage down, but I mean, you got to be aligned, got to be assigned. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's that was a critical play for us for sure. Thank you, Julian. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. That's Julian Love. And now let's see. We got a crowd on this side of the locker. Let me slide over here. See who we're gonna have. I think that's Antoine Bethay, maybe. No, that's Michael Thomas. So I'm gonna try to find some room here. We got a big crowd. And get my mic in here and listen to Michael Thomas post game. How does their two running backs affect that at all? Like you want to fly forward to stops, so you get beat. Uh, they, they got a they got a good team. They got a, they got a good quarterback. 
<laughs> you know, and, and, and they made they made plays. And like I said, we had the calls right. Guys were on the coverages, but you know, maybe there was one or two guys that weren't where they're supposed to be. Mike, isn't that frustrating? You guys seem to be like a player to away coming into the fourth quarter, yeah. but can't make the play that turned the game around in your favor. All right, kudos, you know, kudos to them, and that's 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 where you know when you got the youth and we're playing hard, we're executing, you know, for three quarters, but then you get to the fourth quarter and it seems like you know, dang, we we're close, and the wheels fall off. It's just experience, you know, game experience, and uh, you can't you can't buy. Sometimes only you know being baptized by fire is how you get that experience, and they'll be re- they'll be better for it. We'll be ready for it in uh, in the future. But unfortunately, right now we're not finishing. That's Michael Thomas. Now I'm going to slide to the other side of the locker room. Our Marcus Golden is addressing the media. Let's listen in to Marcus. They came down here and they won the game. You can't. I, I wish I could have an excuse, but they they won. You know, they 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 was the better team today. You got to give them respect, and I respect them for coming out here and playing the way they did, and they won the game. About like progress that's being made behind the scenes, but it doesn't seem to be showing up on Sunday. Why do you think that is? Uh, NFL. If, if, if I, if me to, if for me to be real with you, it's the NFL. You can work as hard as you want to and think you did a lot of hard work, but every day that other team working hard too. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the NFL. Like, there's no excuses about it. It's the NFL. You you going you can work real hard and come out and not do nothing that you did in the practice this week. Because, and it just be like that sometimes. It seemed like a harder game than what it was, and you had your best practice this week. But that's the NFL. You know. That's Marcus Golden. We're here in the Giants locker room, brought to you by MetLife, the official insurance company of the New York football Giants. I'm making my way across the locker room right now. Daniel Jones is talking to Buck Johnson. Uh, we'll get to him in just a moment, and then we'll have Saquon Barkley, too, when he gets back to his locker. Lance, let me throw it back up to you for now. We should have Daniel in about 60 seconds. Actually, you know, we might actually have him right now. I'm going to try to slide in here. Daniel, we can grab you real quick. I appreciate it. Thank you. We're here with Daniel Jones. Daniel, um, let's start with the weather. How at all do you think that affected what you guys were able to do offensively throughout the game? Obviously, very tough conditions. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, weather was somewhat of a factor, but it was a you know it was a factor for them too, and and uh, you know we could have done a better job handling it. I think um, you know I thought eventually we um, you know we ran the ball better, and that that was good. But got to find a way to to uh, you know move the ball more consistently, score some more points. But um, yeah, I mean, I think. Um, you know, both sides deal with the weather. Each play has a different story, obviously. What can you do a little bit better on, on those three interceptions to try to, you know, get those back and not make those mistakes the last time? Um, I think, uh, you know, a couple of them were poor decisions um, and then, you know, just missed, missed a throw. So, um, yeah, got to be better with that and, and um, you know, can't afford to turn the ball over like that. You did have good connection with Darius Slayton. I thought the running game was probably more consistent than it has been the last few weeks, and I know it's tough to see it through the loss, but did you see some signs of progress offensively throughout the course of the game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, um, you know, like you said, we, we ran the ball better. I thought the guys up front and, and Saquon did a good job, uh, good job with that. Um, but, you know, got to make sure we're – we're improving, you know, as a unit, improving, you know, collectively as a group, and and that's kind of the challenge. And, and to be the team we want to be, to be as consistent as we need to be, we need, uh, you know, our, our our whole team hitting on all cylinders. So, um, you know, I thought the run game was better, but um, like I said, you got to be able to throw the ball more and move the ball through the air, and and uh, you know, if we want to be a consistent offense. 
Finally, you had that one really long drive in the second quarter, about a 10-minute drive, 17 plays, 61 yards. You converted a bunch of third and fourth and shorts over the course of that drive. Is that a good example of how you guys can play situational football well to sustain drives like that uh, in some bad conditions? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think, um, you know, like we like we said, I think running the ball is, is you know, when you're able to do that, you can, you can control a lot of those drives, and, and we did a good job doing that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I think we're capable. I think we've known that, but we have to do it more consistently. How's the ankle? Uh, it's good. It's uh, sore. It's part of playing the game. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. That's Daniel Jones, who led to the podium. We'll await Saquon Barkley, who's getting dressed. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from Saquon Barkley. Live from the Giants locker room on Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. You're listening to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck. Welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Lance Meadow with you as the Packers beat the Giants 31-13 here at MetLife Stadium. Giants drop their eighth straight. They are now 2-10 and on the season, 1-5 and here in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Let's start to walk you through today's stats brought to you by Bud Light. Keep it crisp. You just heard from Daniel Jones prior to the last break. He was 20 of 37, 240 yards, a touchdown pass to Sterling Shepard, which was a beautiful throw in which he held firm in the pocket, and Sterling Shepard made the touchdown catch with his fingertips. But Daniel Jones also was picked off three times in this game. And now on the season, Daniel Jones, 21 giveaways, 10 lost fumbles, and 11 interceptions. Now let's listen into Saquon Barkley talking to the media. Whole life, this was your first snow game. What was that like? Um, it was fun. Uh, I'd rather play in the snow than the rain, to be completely honest. Um, you know, but... We're not there. We fought. Uh, would have been a lot better if we won. Um, but unfortunately, we played a great team, uh, especially with a heck of a player over there with number 12. And they got the job done. So give respect to them. But playing in the snow for my first time was fun. For you personally, you talked a lot this week about you know wanting to get over that hump and not using that injury as an excuse. And seeing a couple of those runs break out a little bit today, what does it feel like? You feel like you're getting back into the rhythm? Yeah, definitely getting back into the rhythm. But I think the offensive line uh, did a great job of, you know, um, Establishing the line of scrimmage, uh, we just got behind the points, and when you get behind the points, you know you, you, you try not to go away from the run game, but you just naturally that naturally happens. Um, so uh, we got to find a way to you know start off earlier and uh, get ahead so we can get the run game going. Because I thought, not that I thought, I know if uh, that was the case, uh, we definitely could have had a game in our hands. You mentioned your respect for Aaron Rodgers, number twelve. I see that you guys kind of exchanged jerseys after the game. Was there a memorable moment or an interaction, or was it just nice to have that? Um, well, yeah, it was just nice to have that conversation. I met him before. Uh, big fan of him. I mean, anyone growing up was a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, and you know, he kind of gave me some great advice after the game. Um, told me to stick with it, keep grinding. Um, told me there's a C on my chest for a reason, and keep leading boys. And uh, yeah, we, we end up trading trading jerseys. Uh, so that definitely won of the, the best ones I have in my, my jersey collection. Following up on something you just said right there, how frustrating is it that you're not, the scores aren't letting you be part of the game in the fourth quarter? Like you can't have your regular impact when you're down 11 points. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree and disagree with that. I mean, when, you, when you're up, when, when the other team gets up, you try not to run away from the running game, but naturally, I guess it naturally happens. But I don't just envision myself as just, um, uh, just a, 
inside the box running back. I think I can catch the ball at the backfield, catch screens, make plays and stuff like that. Um, so I don't feel like I'm out the game. You know, I got to continue to keep my eyes open, uh, be ready for blitz prote uh, protection and try to get to the spots where uh, if need be, I'm there for D uh, for DJ. So, um, but at the end of the day, even though that's the case where you, you go away from run, we still got to find a way to make plays in, in other areas. And, um, you know, we just didn't do that enough this game and to be honest, uh, the whole season. How do you process each trade losses this half the season? Yeah, right. Um, it's it's crazy and it's it's upsetting. It's frustrating. It sucks, but you know you gotta. I know I keep sounding like a broken record, but I promise when this thing turns around, uh, I'm gonna sound like a genius. Uh, we just gotta continue, continue, and continue. Just keep working. Um, I don't even know our record what with two and nine, two and ten. Uh, you got to come into the building like you tended to. Um, that can't change. Your attitude can't change. Your work ethic can't change. And you know, I was telling some of these guys, we got to keep fighting. Um, there's gonna be better days ahead. And like I said, yeah, I know I sound like a broken record, and everyone's probably just rolling their eyes, saying, "Oh, here he goes again." But when it happens, um, it's gonna be a beautiful day. Sherman keeps saying that there's progress being made behind the scenes, right? And, and you're obviously optimistic you can turn this around. Mm -hmm. Where's that optimism come from? What do you see Monday through Saturday that makes you believe that you guys are so close? Yeah, I only get to come in for like 10 minutes, right? In the beginning, right? Which I agree with. But if you guys are able to stay the whole time, <laughs> we practice like we're 10 and 2. Um, it's it's our work ethic. You come, if you're able to come and watch us, how we're in, in the weight room, uh, the attention details, the meetings, it's all there. It's all there. And, um, you know, obviously I have the better point of view and be able to, to see that and to say that. So it's all there. And it's just not, for some strange reason, just not translating to the game right now. Um, and that's what sucks. Because, you know, when you, when you work hard for something and you are putting the time and you are putting the effort, um, and the things aren't just going your way. Um, it sucks, but it's easy to, to cry about it, you know, cry, hide in the corner, but um, you got to figure it out. And that's what we got to do. We got to figure it out. And um, we got four games left. Uh, try to make it into a season that we're proud of um, and uh, just take it one game at a time and one game at a time. And I think that starts with Philly and try to try find a way to get a win and hopefully get things wrong. That was Saquon Barkley with the media, brought to you by Toyota, the official vehicle of the Giants. And speaking of Saquon Barkley, that brings us to the Giants Power Report, brought to you by PSE&G, committed to providing safe, reliable energy now and in the future. Barkley, 19 carries, 83 yards, so that's now six straight games since he returned from the high ankle sprain in which he has failed to reach the century mark on the ground. Daniel Jones ran five times, but just six yards. Is Earlier this season, he had two straight games in which he led the team in rushing. We'll step aside. When we come back, we'll run you through some of the other notable individual and team statistics from this game and some of the unfortunate trends that just continue to plague the Giants, specifically when it comes to turnover differential. The Giants lose their eighth straight. They fall to the Packers 31-13 here at MetLife Stadium. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck. This is Sam Bill, and you're listening to Giants Football on The Fan, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. And we welcome you back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point as the Packers beat the Giants 31-13 here at MetLife Stadium. Giants now fall to 2-10 on the season. The Packers improved to 9-3 as they are trying to hold off the Minnesota Vikings for first place in the NFC North, and the Vikings are going to visit the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. We ran you through Daniel Jones' numbers as well as Saquon Barkley's numbers as a team. 
The Giants ran the ball 27 times for 95 yards in this game, three and a half yards per carry, as the Giants have had mixed results on the ground over the last few games. And, you know, once again, this was a favorable matchup on paper. Green Bay entered this contest ranked 26th against the run. Opponents were averaging 126 yards per game, and the Giants just could not capitalize and take advantage of that appetizing matchup. And we just heard from Saquon Barkley, and he was asked time and time again, well, is game flow impacting how effective you can be, and when teams jump out to early leads, it doesn't allow you to have as much of a balanced attack as you want. With that being said, Daniel Jones had twenty had 37 pass attempts, and the Giants ran the ball 27 times. So the numbers weren't necessarily lopsided in this game. It was just a matter of the Giants putting together lengthy drives, specifically that 18-play drive in the first half, and settling for three points as opposed to seven. And when Aaron Rodgers throws four touchdowns and protects the football like he does, you have to trade touchdowns with touchdowns. You cannot afford to say, hey, you know, we'll take the field goals while we surrender the touchdowns. The Packers are not going to lose games under those situations because this is a Green Bay team that does a stellar job protecting the football, and that showed its true colors again today. Green Bay plus 8 turnover differential coming in. Well, that number is now plus 11. Whereas the Giants are minus 14. And the Giants also did not have a sack in this game. So not only did they not take away the ball from Aaron Rodgers and company, but they also did not bring him down. And this is a trend that goes way beyond this season. The Giants have lost their last 15 games in which they have not forced a turnover. And they've also lost 12 of their last 13 games in which they did not sack the opposing quarterback. This is the third time this season they failed to record a sack. Twice against the Dallas Cowboys, and now the third time against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And it's no coincidence between Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers, you have two elusive quarterbacks who are very good at getting out of the pocket, extending plays, putting additional pressure on the secondary. And if the front seven doesn't get home, then obviously you're going to leave opened opportunities down the field, which Aaron Rodgers certainly took full advantage of. And he now has 22 touchdown passes and two interceptions on the season. And that is certainly a big reason why Green Bay is trying to lock up first place in the NFC North and well on its way to the 2019 postseason. The player of the game is brought to you by the members and contractors of local 825 operating engineers. Elec 825 building our future and the player of the game is tight end Caden Smith. Last week he had his first career touchdown reception against the Chicago Bears. Today led the team with six catches for 70 yards filling in for the injured Rhett Ellison and Evan Ingram. Darius Slayton also had six catches for 44 yards. He had a 29-yard grab, but that was called back as a result of an illegal formation penalty on Saquon Barkley. They were actually offsetting penalties on that play, and that is a trend also that has been troubling the Giants. Not an overwhelming amount of penalties, just four penalties in today's game, but you could talk about how the penalties all came at the very worst time, specifically on defense when... You had the Packers in third down situations, and as a result of penalties, it automatically led to first downs, and Green Bay took full advantage, and we'll get to more on that front a little bit later on as we move forward here on Giants Extra Point. Aaron Rodgers, 21 of 33, 243 yards, four touchdowns, no interception, as I mentioned, was not sacked. On the ground, Green Bay ran the ball 26 times for 79 yards. Aaron Jones did not do much damage at all. On the ground, 11 carries, 18 yards. And Alan Lazard was the leading receiver for the Packers. Three catches, 103 yards. He had 20-plus yards 
of receiving on each and every one of his receptions in this game. Devontae Adams, 6 for 64 and two scores. Jamal Williams caught four passes. Aaron Rodgers essentially spread the wealth, which is what he does each and every week. And as I mentioned, that's a big reason why the Packers have done a great job regrouping. This is now their third straight win following a loss this season. And this was a Green Bay Packers team that had lost two of its previous three games, had only scored 19 points combined in its last two losses. And what do we talk about all season long? The opposition gets right when they play the Giants, and I think that certainly played out again today with respect to the Green Bay Packers. Opportunistic plays also led to points off of takeaways, and now the Packers have scored 72 points off 19 takeaways this season. Three interceptions for Daniel Jones. They capitalized with 10 points, and as I mentioned, the Giants, no takeaways and no opportunities really to change field position and stop Aaron Rodgers and company from doing damage. Their offense put together a few lengthy drives, but more often than not, they walked away with field goals as opposed to touchdowns in Green Bay. 7 of 13 on third down. That is a no-no when you go up against a team like that that does such a good job of extending plays and also capitalizing with touchdowns at the end of drives. The injury report brought to you by Hackensack Meridian Health. Life years ahead. Pat Shermer mentioned Corey Ballantyne is probably going to be going into concussion protocol. He left the game, and Daniel Jones played through an ankle injury. He mentioned that he had some soreness when he spoke to our very own John Schmelk, and that shouldn't be anything that sidelines him moving forward. A reminder for more game analysis, check out Giants Rewind with Carl Banks and John Schmelk on all your favorite podcast platforms, Giants.com and the Giants mobile app the day after every Giants game. We will step aside when we come back. We'll run you through the NFL Week 13 scoreboard. Clearly plenty of playoff implications across the league and we'll take you through the highlights of this game as the Giants fall to the Packers 31-13. to The Giants now 2-10 and on the season. They have lost 8 in a row for the first time since 2004 when Eli Manning was in his first year with Big Blue. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck. This is Lorenzo Carter, and you're listening to Giants Football on the Fan, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. So the Packers beat the Giants 31-13 here in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Green Bay 9-3, 4-2 on the road. The Giants 2-10. They have dropped 8 straight and 1-5 here at home. Now, let's find out how we got to that final score. We take you through the highlights brought to you by Taco Bell. Have a giant hunger? Well, pick up a Taco 12-pack from Taco Bell today. Sometimes you just got to live moss. And we pick things up right from the start of the game because it was the Packers winning the toss. They elected to defer, and after the Giants went three and out, Green Bay took over on its own 28-yard line, and Aaron Rodgers wasted no time settling in. He connected with Aaron Jones for seven yards, then hooked up with Alan Lazard deep down the left side of the field for 43 yards. Just like that, Packers were in Giants territory, first and 10 at the 22. They eventually faced a third and eight at the 20. Not a problem, Rodgers turned to his favorite target, Devontae Adams, for 10, setting up a first and goal at the 10. Jamal Williams ran for two yards, and on second and goal, Green Bay turned back to its signal caller. Rodgers takes a shotgun snap, slides to his right, fastball over the middle, completes it to Adams, and he broke the plane for the touchdown. He caught it at the one, and as he was being contacted, he reached his arm out and broke the plane, and the Packers have an early lead with 8.43 to go in the first. 
Seven plays, 72 yards in just under four minutes. Mason Crosby added the extra point. Green Bay took a 7-0 lead. That was the sixth opening possession touchdown for the Packers this season, second most in the NFL. After the ensuing kickoff was returned by Cody Latimer for 21 yards, Giants took over at their own 29. Daniel Jones completed his first three pass attempts to Caden Smith and Darius Slayton for 32 total yards, and New York quickly entered Green Bay territory, setting up a first and 10 at the 38. The Giants eventually faced a fourth and five from the 33. Pat Shermer decided to go for for it, and Jones hooked up with Slayton for eight yards to keep the drive alive. After Barkley gained seven total yards on the next two plays combined, Jones looked to do more of the heavy lifting on third and three from the 18. Shepard split left. Jones in a shotgun set. See if the Packers bring pressure. It comes late. Jones lobs one down the left side for Shepard. Does he make the catch for the touchdown? Yes! A sliding catch by Sterling Shepard. That capped an 11-play, 71-yard drive that milked nearly 5.30 off the clock, just what the doctor ordered for the Giants. It was today's scoring drive of the game, brought to you by Investors Bank. Get the New York Giants checking account only from Investors Bank. With every Giants scoring drive this season, Investors Bank will donate $250 to Casa of New Jersey to help New Jersey's kids in foster care. Aldrich Rosas tacked on the extra point. Game was tied at 7. With that touchdown strike, Jones made it 10 straight starts with at least a touchdown pass, a new Giants rookie right. He also holds the team rookie marks for completions, pass attempts, and passing yards. All those records, by the way, were set by Charlie Connerly in 1948. And I can tell you our very own Paul Dettino remembers that like it was yesterday. Moving along, after the ensuing kickoff was returned for 33 yards, the Packers took over at their own 34-yard line. They eventually faced a third and five at the 39. So Rodgers took matters into his own hands and scrambled for 15 to move the chains. On the very next play, Aaron Jones picked up nine on the ground. So on second and one from the the New York 37, Green Bay once again looked to mix things up. Second and one at the Giants 37. Rodgers will work over center this time. Takes the snap, play fake, rolls to his right, looking to throw, and there's the deep ball on the backside, and wide open for the touchdown is Lazard. Rodgers' second touchdown pass of the game, second completion at that point to Lazard for at least 37 yards. That capped a five-play, 66-yard drive in just over two minutes. Packers reclaimed the lead 14-7. After the ensuing kickoff was returned for 21 yards by Cody Latimer, the Giants took over at their own 24 and began a drive that carried over into the second quarter. An unnecessary roughness penalty against Green Bay linebacker Blake Martinez helped New York's cause, and it eventually faced a fresh set of downs at its own 49. Following two incomplete passes, Jones tried to create a spark on third down. Now the Packers go quick. Third and goal for the seven. Third and ten now from the Giants 49. Packers up 14-7. First 11 seconds of the second quarter. Jones back to throw. This time he has time. Deep ball left and it's intercepted. DB stepped right in front of Slayton and the Giant turnover woes continue. Indeed, Jones' 19th giveaway of the season, second most of the NFL at that point, ninth interception, and the Packers had great field position at their own 47. Green Bay would settle for a Mason Crosby 47-yard field goal to pad its lead 14-7, 17-7, excuse me. Giants responded with an 18-play, 66-yard drive that took over nine and a half minutes. They converted a fourth and one and a fourth and two on the drive. Thanks to a pair of Jones runs, the Giants would eventually face a first and goal at the 10. Barkley ran for a yard. 
Then Jones threw a pair of incomplete passes, so they had to settle for a 27-yard field goal. Hard to beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers with three points as opposed to seven. Green Bay entered the locker room up 17-10. Skip ahead to the third. It was now 17-13 Packers. After the kickoff went for a touchback, Green Bay took over at its own 25. Rodgers didn't waste any time testing the Giants' secondary. He found Adams down the left sideline for 25 yards. Just like that, Green Bay was at midfield. A few plays later, the Packers faced a third and six at the New York 46-yard line. Rodgers pass to Adams fell incomplete, but Sam Beal was called for pass interference and the drive continued. Later on in the drive, the Packers faced a 4th and 10 at the Giants' 35-yard line. Matt LaFleur kept his offense on the field and Rodgers delivered. With pressure in his face off his back foot, Rodgers threw over the middle, connected with Geronimo Allison for 15 yards. Once again, the Packers found a way to keep the drive alive. As you can tell, it was a theme. Later on in the drive, Green Bay set up a 1st and goal from the 6. After a 5-yard pass to Jones, Rodgers' pass intended for Mercedes Lewis fell incomplete, but here we go again with the penalties. Antoine Bethay called for a holding. So the Packers had a fresh set of downs with a first and goal at the one. Jones lost three yards on a run to end the third quarter, and to start the fourth, on second and goal from the four, Jones looked to redeem himself. He ran off the left end for a touchdown, but it was wiped out because of a holding penalty. Two plays later, Rodgers made up for that mishap. Now the Packers go quick. Third and goal for the 17. Rodgers back, throws to the end zone, wide open, and a touchdown! To Devontae Adams! From 17 yards out, that was the Giants' turning point of the game. Listen to Boomer and Gio on our flagship station, WFAN, tomorrow morning in the 9 a.m. hour for the Giants' turning point contest. First correct caller to name the game's turning point will win a pair of tickets to the Giants' game against the Dolphins on December 15th. Rodgers' third touchdown pass of the game, second to Adams. That kept a 14-play, 75-yard drive in 7-15. Crosby tacked on the extra point. Packers padded their lead 24-13. Giants were called for three penalties on the drive one of which was declined too many men on the field on that touchdown pass. After the ensuing kickoff was returned 17 yards by Latimer, the Giants took over at their own 22, very much still in this game. Barkley ran three times in the first four plays for 21 total yards, mixing a short pass to Shepard for 12, and New York was in Packers territory second and 10 at the 45. After a handoff to Damari Scott was fumbled and recovered, the Giants looked to settle down on third and 18 at the New York 47-yard line. Jones drops straight back in the pocket, steps up, has time, fires it over the middle, and overthrew Shepard, and it's intercepted by the Packers Savage. Down the left sideline, in the Giant territory, and chased out of bounds. Horrible throw by Jones. Shepard was wide open, and he overthrew him by a mile. Jones' second interception of the game. Packers entered the game 7-0 when they won the turnover battle, and they were plus two at this point. Green Bay took over at the Giants' 38-yard line. The Packers eventually faced the third and five at the 33. Rodgers completed a five-yard pass to Allison, and once again, Green Bay moved the chains. Later in the drive, third and nine at the Giants' 17-yard line. Rodgers' pass to Adams fell incomplete, but here we go again. Grant Haley called for pass interference, so that set up first and goal at the two. Jones ran up the middle for a yard. On second and goal, the Packers looked to add an early exclamation point. Second goal at the one. Rodgers on a bootleg, gets hit, lobs it left, and completes it for the touchdown to Mercedes Lewis. Rodgers got hit, but he spun around, and as he was falling down, hit Mercedes Lewis for his first touchdown catch of the season. The Packers veteran tight end chipping in. Rodgers' fourth touchdown pass of the game. Eight plays, 38 yards in just under four minutes. Crosby added the extra point. Packers built a 31-13 cushion. 
And that would be the final here at MetLife Stadium as the Giants now fall to 2-10 and on the season. They have lost eight in a row for the first time since 2004 when they lost eight straight between weeks 9 through 16. We will step aside when we come back. Carl Banks will join me as we will continue to break down the Giants' latest setback and how they will look to recover on Monday Night Football in a division rivalry renewed against the Philadelphia Eagles in the city of brotherly love. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck. This is Antoine Bethea, and you're listening to Giants Football on the Fan, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. Welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Lance Meadow with you as we are recapping the Packers' 31-13 victory over the Giants. Giants 2-10 on the season. Eight straight losses, 1-5 at MetLife Stadium. Sterling Shepard scored a touchdown today. As a result, Modell Sporting Goods, official partner of the New York Giants, will be donating $1,000 to Harlem Children's Zone. As we move along here, on Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point, we will also be fielding your phone calls at 877-337-6666, but there is still plenty to unravel in the meantime, and this has become a season in which reoccurring issues continue to come to the forefront, specifically the turnover woes, as the Giants now have a turnover differential of minus 14 on the season. And three interceptions by Daniel Jones not helping the cause. And then the inability for the defense to get off the field, specifically on third down. When you go up against Aaron Rodgers, you cannot allow him to capitalize off of gifts. And that's exactly what he did. And probably the key play, which obviously was the turning point during our highlight segment, was a third and goal from the 17. And Aaron Rodgers is able to throw over the middle to Devontae Adams for his second touchdown to Adams at that point. Seven of 13 the Packers were on third down in this game. And when you look at the down and distance for a number of these, seven downs for eight yards or more to be on point. So it wasn't as if Green Bay had favorable opportunities, yet they seemed to find a way to capitalize. And I bring in Bob Papa and Ten Carl Banks Ten of them were over as they five. joined me here. Hello. How we doing, gentlemen? Good. They had five nine plus. They were two for five on that one. And that was a huge story of this contest. We knew Aaron Rodgers and his ability to roam out of the pocket, extend plays. And when you get him in favorable downs and distances for the defensive sake, which you can argue certainly took place more often than not in this game, Carl, you've got to be able to get that offense off the field. And the Giants, because of penalties, missed assignments, the inability to execute really had that blow right up in their face once again today. Well, it did. And the reason... I just think it's it's this poor execution, which of how to play defense and just break, I'm looking at breakdowns in zone defense where, you know, you you got to understand the concept of how and why you play zone defense. Meaning, you're playing it not just to stare at the quarterback, but if a guy comes in your area, you've got to cover him. You don't, you, don't, you don't let them open the window, and you just leave the window open. You know what's alarming a little bit is, yeah, we do the show on MSG, Giants first and ten. And every week Carl does talks about different points in the game and, and strategy segment. And, Carl, it feels like the last couple of weeks, things that you have used coaches tape on to illustrate the Giants have to watch out for this. 
The other team has run this highly successfully. Yeah. Like the, the pass to Lazard early. Deep crossing route. Devontae Adams where, you know, they, 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 they have the receivers to the right. He does a play action. He rolls to his right, and then he's looking to the backside. Yeah. And it's on tape. And Carl, obviously the coaches are watching the same stuff you're watching, so they're obviously coaching it. It's amazing that each and every week the players are getting beaten on well, stuff that's jumping off the tape. Well, the thing, and I can't speak for whether they're coaching it or not. I'm sure they see it. Um, but the question is also how is it being taught in – is it given priority? I don't know that. We, none of us have access to that. All we know is what we see on the field. And it's just things that should be covered. And they just don't look like they're in place to, to get anything done from, you know, third and long for any defense, third and 12, third and 15. You're like licking your chops saying, okay, we're going to get after this quarterback. We can play the sticks, keep everything in front of us. And tackle. Well, there's nothing in front of them. Everything's hit behind them. It's like, you know, third and 12 ends up being a a 22-yard gain. And it just, I'm not sure exactly what's needed to get everybody on the same page, but they've got to really examine it, Bob. And this is, you know, we're 12 weeks in. You cannot... You you have to tell me that there's something schematically that will work besides seeing the same thing over and over each week. I'm not, you know, and you can say it's the players. You can't get rid of all the players. You got to be able to give them something they can work with. And then you got to drill it and then you got to teach it. But you can't, you just can't keep repeating that and expecting this a, a different result. You're going to get the same result. And we see it week in and week out. It's the same thing over and over again. And that, you know, you just can't play winning football that way. You know, and the other alarming oh, – it's not alarming, but it's it's just very self-evident, at least and, – and, Carl, maybe you will agree or disagree um, – is that you got a football team here that, for instance, in the first half, Zadarius Smith of the Packers was in the backfield. On It felt like every play. Now, he didn't get sacks, and from a stat sheet standpoint, you know, he's not going to have numbers that blow you away from this game, but he was extremely disruptive. Yes. And he forced Daniel Jones to, you know, get off schedule with his throws. And the Giants don't have – they really don't have a single player on their defense – that can going, impact off the snap. Yeah, going into the game, when the Packers were studying the Giants and they're looking at their scheme defensively and everything else, there wasn't one. There's not one player on the Giants that they say, "Whew, boy, we gotta we gotta pay attention to this guy, or he can wreck the game." And it, it it's just there's too many there's too many. It makes everybody feel comfortable, right? And how they're going to sure. attack you. Sure. Um, Again, you got to look at schematics. I don't think the Giants are devoid of talent, but how do you get the most out of your talent consistently? It's been a challenge. Um, they haven't had a consistent pass rush. Like I said, um, on the broadcast, Marcus Golden 
is their best pass rusher because he'll outwork you. Um, but there's no compliment to that. So if you're late in the down with the, and you still got the football, Golden will get you. Early in the down, where's the threat? What's making your ta- what's giving your your opposing tackles anxiety before the ball is snapped because they got to get out and get a guy. It just he's not there. And just the way the the construct of the defense is, they're just they're just doesn't seem like they're getting it done. I know they're not getting it done. Well, and in comparison, the Packers have Zadarius Smith on one side, Preston Smith on the other, and that clearly changes the dynamics for them. Smith, by the way, did not get a sack, as Bob mentioned, but five quarterback hits credited with today. A tackle for a loss, four tackles overall, and three solos. So he did show up in the stat sheet, even though he did not bring down the quarterback, as he and Preston Smith had 20 and a half sacks combined entering this game. The network more people rely on gives you more. Get amazing rewards like NFL tickets and once-in-a-lifetime experiences with Verizon Up, only on Verizon. Well, we are going to be back on the fan in New York to take your calls in just a second, but right now we say goodbye to the affiliates in our radio network. Final score once again, Giants fall to the Packers 31-13. The Giants now 2-10 overall. They have lost eight straight for the first time since Eli Manning's rookie year in 2004. You've been listening to Giants football on the WFAN Giants radio network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck.